Jesus told a story, and I had this vision of people, like he's telling a story, and they're trying to say, you know what this guy just said? And I could see that story spreading. And of course, how did all the people who came to hear about Jesus, there wasn't, you know, the, the communication abilities we have now. And so you had people sharing the story with somebody else and people coming and saying, I want to learn more. And, you know, here's a guy walking by listening and going, I want to get more of that. I want to share more of that. So this is a great tool for evangelization. In a very, very practical way, we're taking the message of Jesus, the stories of Jesus, and we're, we're simply putting them out there so that people can hear them. And there's a lot of people who very intentionally listen to Catholic Radio, but I'm guessing there's a lot of people who are flipping through the channels, who are walking by the open door of, of the, the tractor cab or whatever right. it is, and they hear something and it triggers and they're saying, that's really interesting, and that's how the crowds grew, and that's how the crowds grow. This year, your officials are making big decisions that will shape the future of life and dignity in Minnesota. Together, we can make sure Catholic voices count at the Capitol. This is Rachel Herbeck of the Minnesota Catholic Conference. On February 19th, join Minnesota Catholics at the Capitol in St. Paul. Register today for this amazing day of prayer, inspiration, education, and advocacy to hear from speakers including Jim Caviezel from The Passion of the Christ. Get tickets and busing details at catholicsatthecapitol.org. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. It's going to be amazing. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and good friends. At Riverview, you can enjoy all these wonderful things. But it is the friendship and sense of community here that makes Riverview home. We share stories, laughter, smiles, and our Catholic faith. Try us out with a mini-vacation or join us for Mass five days a week. You can contact Kelly for a tour at 701-237-4700 and online at homeishere.org. If you felt God's call to serve the Church, FOCUS, the Fellowship of Catholic University Students, and the University of Mary have partnered to train you to do great things. The Church is desperate for well-trained development and fundraising professionals, so we've launched the Institute for Catholic Philanthropy. Earn a graduate certificate or a full MBA in Catholic Philanthropy and train for a transformative career in service to the Church. Apply by March 1st at umary.edu slash serve. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more Real Presence Live. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm your host, Nathan Sather. You are listening across the Real Presence Radio Network. Uh, We've had a wonderful day today. And uh, the only part about Real Presence Live today that has been absolutely terrible has been the weather in Fargo. And I'm sure in other places as well. But it is freezing cold here uh, in Fargo the fire that the Holy Spirit rains down upon our hearts is not affecting the temperatures. It is affecting the hearts, though. Gregory, tell us about the weather, please, brother. Sure thing. So today in Pembina, North Dakota, mostly sunny and cold with a high near 9 below. No! <laughs> nice high. Um, tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 23 below. No! <laughs> in Clare City, South Dakota, mostly sunny and cold with the temperature falling to around 11 below. Tonight, partly cloudy with the temperature rising... To around 8 below. Wow, a whole degree. Exactly. In Fox Home, Minnesota, mostly sunny with, with the temperature falling to around 10 below. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 19 below. And if you're near or in Lidgewood, North Dakota, mostly sunny with a high near 3 below. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 16 below. And for Kadoka, South Dakota, sunny with a high near 14. Tonight, mostly cloudy with the temperature rising to around 23. 23. That's, that's, like, the that's like the banana belt. 
of the Real Presence Radio Network. Balmy down there. Right? Balmy, man. <laughs> Get your sandals on, huh? Some, exactly. some sunglasses. I'll tell you what, you know what, if, if all of us, myself included, if we would just offer up our suffering from these cold temperatures for the good of our world, uh, it might, it, it, well, I shouldn't say it might. That, that, that's not demonstrating good faith. It will have a positive impact. So the Lord can bring on the cold temperatures. We'll persevere, in turn offer the cold back to him, and many gifts and blessings will come for us. Does that sound like a good idea, Gregory? Sounds like a great idea. All right. Well, speaking of people who have to, uh, to suffer, I'm going to be joined in this hour by Father is it Dominic Bauk. Did I say that right, Father? You did, yep. And he is going to have to suffer with the presence of Father Charles LaCroix for an entire day during the Know Your Faith competition that's going to be here at Shanley High School. And Father, let's just be honest, it's a cross that you shouldn't have to bear, but you bear all wrongs patiently, and we thank you for it, and welcome to Real Presence Live. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and we're also joined uh, with Father Dominic is Allie Schumacher. Uh, Allie is a student at St. Mary's Central High School who will be in the competition fighting on the, for the good name of Father Bauk. Allie, welcome to Real Presence Live. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, well, it's a pleasure to have you both. Uh, and I just, you know, thank you initially for being with us. Uh, your school is certainly no stranger to this competition, and you've won a few times, uh, actually more than a few times, but, you know, Father Charles is here, and I'm trying to be as, as gracious to him as possible. Uh, what do you guys, both of you, if each of you could answer in turn, what's the thing you enjoy most about the event? Um, I just really like coming together as a school to support each other and to, uh, I mean, battle against other schools. It's a lot of fun, and there's a lot, always a lot of intensity and energy going on in the gym, so it's just a really great event. Well said, Father. This is actually my first Know Your Face competition, so I'm I'm eager to, you know, get in the battle here and lead us to victory. Um, and speaking of Shanley, so they, they kind of got the better of us a couple times this year in the sports world, but I don't want to make, like, a prediction, but I, I know that we're going to win, so... Well, so I just wanted, what I hear you saying, Father, I just want to make sure I got this right, is that Shanley might be spending a little too much of their time on... Uh, athletic endeavors and not enough time knowing their faith and therefore a school that is committed to knowing and loving Jesus Christ in a more uh, sustained way will certainly win the competition on Wednesdays. Is, is, that, is that what I'm hearing, Father? That's what your listeners are hearing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no, no comment. Oh, I can't, I, can't, I can't get you two like, to go at it a little bit? No, no, no shots fired, Father? You already got me to say one thing I regret, so no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's too great. All right, Allie, I'll, I'll back off, Father. I promise, I promise. Uh, all right, Allie, the, year, the theme for this year is Bible Boot Camp. Uh, what, what, what about the theme appeals to you, and what do you like about the theme, and what do you expect from the theme? Um, I'm actually really excited because it's something unique, and it's something that we really haven't seen before. And so I'm interested to see what they come up with and the events that go on, but I'm more so really excited for all the rivalries, especially the one between us and Shanley. So I'm hoping that that goes our way. Now, do, you, do you know what an MRE is, Allie? No, I do not. An MRE is a meal ready to eat. It's what soldiers carry around like in their backpacks when they're out doing combat missions so that they have a meal when it's time to eat. 
Will the Bible boot camp give MREs out to all the kids that are at the event? That would make it a real Bible boot camp. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to all right. see what happens. I, I will talk we're to actually, Father we're fasting, we're fasting for success. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, what, what, what comes to mind for you, Father? Uh, and what do you expect when you walk in with a, a theme like Bible boot camp? It actually works well uh, for, we, we have these rock events throughout the year, and uh, basically it's a, we bring in a speaker and have adoration and confession about four times a year. It's a really big event uh, in the, on Wednesday evenings, and the theme for this year has been In the Arena, which is based off a quote of uh, Teddy Roosevelt, where he talks about the man in the arena, and it's, it's the man who actually fights the battles that deserves honor and praise, even if sometimes he fails, even if sometimes he falters, that... He's the one, not the critic on the outside, uh, who counts, but the the strong man who's actually giving of himself. And that's what I've taken that as a metaphor for our our life of faith. That we we sometimes stumble, we sometimes fall, but as long as in this world that we keep picking ourselves up, and in fact letting Christ pick ourselves up, that we just keep fighting for the faith. And obviously, we don't approach the faith as like a battle against the world, but the world sometimes brings the battle to us, and so we have to be well prepared. Uh, to defend that faith, even in difficult circumstances. Yeah, I, I love the idea of the the man in the arena. That's a great image. Um, and and if I guess I would like to ask you, Father, the importance of knowing our faith is obviously critical. That's why we have this all joking aside, so that we can go out into that public arena and 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 be prepared. Can you just talk a little bit about how important that actually is? Yeah, and one thing too is really cool that we do. We do a, between junior and senior year, we do a Rome pilgrimage, and we actually have the opportunity to do that with the other two Catholic high schools in the Diocese of Bismarck, and then Shanley and Sacred Heart and East Grand Forks as well. So it's a great time that we can all gather as Catholics from North Dakota to, you know, share our faith with one another in the, you know, the Eternal City where the, the apostles are buried and that we see the kind of the roots of our faith. And then we go back home and we're able to kind of share that with the people around us, strengthened with our relationships with one another. So it'll be great to kind of, at this State Know Your Faith competition, to reunite with those people we've got to know uh, through that Rome pilgrimage and uh, kind of, in a fun way, strengthen each other again uh, to spread that faith. Because, yeah, it's just, it's such a different world once they, the students go off to college that we try really hard to prepare them for what they're going to encounter and to be able to relay that faith in a life-giving, you know, joyful, um, peaceful way that's strong to... Sure. Now, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Real Presence Live across the RPR network. My name is Nathan Sather. I'm your host today. We're being joined in this segment by Father Dominic Bauck and Allie Schumacher. Allie is like the starting quarterback. She's like the Tom Brady for the St. Mary's uh, Central or um, St. Mary's High School team. Um, and they're talking a little bit about the Know Your Faith competition that's going to come up here next Wednesday, I believe it is. And um, some of the uh, theme, or the theme for this particular uh, year is Bible boot camp. So we're just getting their perspective on what we're talking about here. Uh, Ellie, I guess I'd ask you next, you know, we have lots of challenges uh, in our faith journey um, and being true to the faith that Jesus has imparted to us. We've seen a lot here in this past week, especially about attacks that come in from multiple sides. How does being involved in a competition like this help you and the other students to cement or 
stand firm and, and hold with other young Catholics like yourselves and ready to efface these challenges that you're going to have in your life, especially as you move into adulthood? Yeah, um, I think there's competition is really important for us, too, because even though we're all coming from different high schools and competing against each other, we're all also defending the same faith. And so that's what was really cool, especially being able to attend the March for Life, because we all came together and we all fought for the same thing, and that's what's really important about Catholic education as a whole is that we're, we're informed in the classroom about what our faith means to us and how to practice it and how to defend it so that we're prepared when we enter into our college or university or in the workforce so that we're able to build a good relationships with other people. That was well, very well said. Are, are, you a, are you a senior, Allie? Or? I am. Yep, I am a senior. So, so this is like the swan song for Know Your Faith competitions for you. <laughs> yeah. Can, can you share a little bit about like your experiences in other years and then leading up to this year? Um, it was, I mean, we got to host it a couple of years ago, and that was really, really fun. So it's always been a lot of energy, and, um, I mean, just a good time to spend with, like, your class at your local, um, competition to fight for your specific class to win, and then to be able to go to the state one and to compete against other schools. It's just been a lot of fun, and it's something that I look forward to every year. Beautiful. Very, very well said. So, Father, this, you said this was your first year, right? Yes. So what, what are you most looking forward to with your first go-around here? I just, it'll, be, it'll be fun to see how, how the St. Mary's kids perform. Uh, I haven't been really prepping them, so it's just going to be kind of like their, their natural preparation of how, what they've received in class every day. Uh, and I think just based on, I went to Catholic school a while ago, and just like basically it's just improved a lot over the past, you know, decades since I've been there. And, uh, I, I'm just, I just kind of go into class every day being amazed. At what, so we didn't have, like, the very faith competition. We didn't have a March for Life trip. And for St. Mary's this year, half of the juniors and seniors came on the March for Life trip, which involved, obviously, you know, 60 total hours on a bus. <laughs> and um, just the, the, the way that the students are formed, not just intellectually, but also spiritually and as a, as a person, um, it's just impressive to see that they don't see, like, they don't see the faith as just confined to religion class or math, but they try and bring it to all the aspects of their life. And so this is a fun way that religion can be sh- like showcased in a, in a fun way. But it's really just impressive to see the, the students, their life of faith, which is just, like I said, it's been improving constantly. It's, it's impressive as a new chaplain to see that. Yeah, that's beautiful, and that's awesome, especially the March for Life stuff. And those, those bus trips are extremely valuable. You get good incarnational ministry on those bus trips. Oh, I know. I learned all about Snapchat. That was my <laughs> little project. <laughs> I, I'm assuming that won't help with the competition, but uh, still valuable incarnational <laughs> ministry. <laughs> now, in, in this particular you know, time for you, you mentioned not preparing the students more than otherwise. Is that something that usually takes place? Like, I'm sure our listeners would, would be interested to know what that you know what? What the you know, we we understand what the hard work is to go to play a football game, right? Lifting weights, practicing, executing plays on the field. What what does that look like for students at St. Mary's Central? I think uh, I think Shanley spends about two hours a night uh, practicing <laughs> for the Know Your Face competition. But uh, now we just we just are confident in our own program that it's going to carry us through. If, if you think about like practice, they have an hour a day of religion class, so. A lot of times we'll do question days, so that's kind of what some of the trivia comes out of, like, 
you know, what year is the Great Schism and all that stuff. Sure. Well, wonderful. We're definitely looking forward to it. We hope people will tune in. We're actually playing it on live on the air, so it'll be wonderful. Allie and Father, thank you for joining us this morning on Real Presence Live. Thank you for having us. Thanks a lot. Yep. And Father, can you leave us with your blessing, please? Sure. Heavenly Father, please bless all of the people who work at Real Presence Radio and all their listeners, that the Holy Spirit might guide them to the truth and give them the strength to fulfill it. And Almighty God bless you all, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you again uh, for your time. We're going to have a quick break, but when we return, we're going to cruise through the entire listening area and find out what some events that are happening in our local area and happening right near you as well. And we'll have Dr. David Anders on shortly after that. Everyone's excited for that. And we'll find out all these things on the other side of the break. You're listening to Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live. Local. Engaging. Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. There's a certain amount of trust uh, in the people who are in the ministry of providing Catholic radio and in the programming that they bring on for people. Mm -hmm. And I found in the beautiful story of Real Presence Radio here, such a wonderful job that these people do that people come to expect and know that what they're going to hear is what they should be able to hear. So it's a real mission. The bishops are behind it. I've had the privilege of getting a call from members of the board saying, Bishop Hepner, would you be interested to give Bishop Serba a call over in Duluth? We think maybe there's an opportunity for a station there. And I'm more than happy to do that. And Bishop Serba takes that call and says, oh, that's wonderful. You know, I, I, I'm certainly interested in that. So all of a sudden, there's something in Duluth. I had the privilege of calling Bishop Quinn in Winona not too long ago. Uh, would you mind calling Bishop Quinn in Winona? Oh, I'd be glad to do that. Now, look at where the spirits led it and Winona's on board. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio. 
I'm your host, Nathan Sather. You're listening across the Real Presence Radio Network. We're about ready to jump in the car and take a tour of the listening area and find out what's going on in an area near you. Let's get in the car, Gregory. All right, we have Nadine. Nadine, what's happening in Mandan? We have a St. Joe's annual carnival, which will be on Sunday on January 27th. We have a breakfast that starts on at 9 a.m., and then the carnival starts at 11.30. It goes till 3.30, and there's tons of games, photo booths, balloon artists, confessions. We also have a silent auction, which has a wine grab, gun raffle, um, fedora strip bundles, and art games, tickets. We have a lot of different awesome donations. Did, did I hear a gun raffle? Nadine, can you hear me? Well, I guess we lost Nadine. So again, a, a gun raffle, $500 drawing. You have the chance to bid on numerous items, including items in a silent auction. The annual, annual carnival at St. Joseph's School in Mandan is Sunday, January 27th from 11.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. in the school gym. Sounds like a great event. And uh, definitely if you have a chance to get a chance to get out there and support St. Joseph's School in Mandan, go ahead and make that happen. Uh, what was some other things she said? They're going to have the uh, breakfast in the school cafeteria beginning at 9 a.m. That's 9 a.m. We'll go till noon, so don't show up at 12.15 expecting to get breakfast, right? The people need to do some cleanup. So by all means, get there to have breakfast before noon, and the bingo will start after that. 20 different games, a photo booth, a balloon artist, great concessions. As she mentioned, the wine grab. I want to know what the gun raffle is, personally. I might have to get myself a couple tickets if it's an AR-15, I'm just saying. And a $500 drawing. Again, Sunday, January 27th from 11.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. in the St. Joseph School Gym. All right. Getting back in the car, we're moving to Rochester, Minnesota. There'll be a theology on tap on January 29th called Grill the Priest with Father Tim Beerin, uh, which I think is absolutely hilarious. A father named Beerin, right, Beerin, is going to have a theology on tap. That's an absolute uh, great work in obvious ministry. Social hour will start at 6. The talk will begin at 7 p.m. It's at Kathy's Pub right there in Rochester, Minnesota. Please have your food and drinks ordered prior to 7 p.m so that Father's Talk can begin promptly at 7. Following the speaker, there will be a brief break. There will be a Q&A session that will follow after that. And they hope to wrap up the whole thing about 8.30 p.m. So again, that's January 29th with Father Tim Beeren at Kathy's Pub in Rochester, Minnesota. Getting back in the car and moving to Rapid City, South Dakota, there will be what's called Refuel 2019 in Rapid City, South Dakota. For all those who serve the church, join them on January 25th and 26th at the Terra Sancta Retreat Center for Refuel 2019. The uh, topic is Source and Summit, Encountering Jesus Christ in the Holy Eucharist. They have a dynamic speaker, Father Scott Trainer, who's the author of the book, The Parish as a School of Prayer, and he's also a priest in the Diocese of Sioux Falls. He will inspire and help us to grow in our love and encounter with the Lord Jesus in the Eucharist. 
They'll begin with mass and dinner at 5.30 on Friday evening. Hope they got a no-meat option for those of us who abstain from meat on Fridays. And end at 4 p.m. on Saturday. The Friday dinner and Saturday lunch are included. Lodging and Saturday breakfast options are optional. The registration cost for this event is $70. Again, that's January 25th and 26th at the Terra Sancta Retreat Center for Refuel 2019 Source and Summit Encountering Jesus in the Holy Eucharist. Uh, go to the Rapid City website for more information. Uh, getting back in the car, moving to Duluth, we have Brandon here to tell us about some events going on. Brandon? Yes, welcome to Duluth, Nathan. Uh, this is Brandon Olson. I'm uh, one of the Knights of Columbus of the Monsignor O'Shea Council, and we are holding our annual breakfast buffet. Uh, this is in celebration of Catholic Schools Week. This is the beginning of our Catholic Schools Week. Uh, so our breakfast buffet is going to be held at the Holy, Ro- Holy Rosary Campus of uh, Stella Maris, and this will be Sunday, uh, January 27th. Uh, from 9 to noon, so we invite everybody to come to our 8 o'clock Mass at the Cathedral and then just walk across the street to the Holy Rosary Campus uh, for our breakfast buffet. Uh, the cost is $8 for adults, children under 12 are $5, and a family of four or more uh, is a, a maximum of $25. So uh, large families are encouraged. Um, on the menu is going to have pancakes, uh, breakfast potatoes, French toast sticks, scrambled eggs, sausage, fresh uh, fruit, mini muffins, Cinnamon rolls, juice, and Starbucks coffee. Now, Brandon, did I hear cinnamon rolls? Uh, yes, cinnamon I lo- rolls. <laughs> I, lo- I love me some cinnamon rolls, Brandon. All right, well, good. We'll, we will have them for you. And that was Sunday, January 27th, right? And where was that? That's, that's correct. This Sunday, uh, January 27th from 9 to noon. From 9 to noon. Okay. Um, and that's the, is it Stella Maris Academy? Just want to make yes, sure that they got that right? That's correct. The Stella Maris Academy at the Holy Rosary Campus. At the Holy Rosary Campus. All right. Well, thank you very much, Brandon. We uh, definitely encourage people in the Duluth area to come out for your breakfast. Wonderful. Thank you. Yep. You're very welcome. All right. Now we're getting back in the car. And if you're me, getting back in the car is not a Mustang. Getting in the car for me is a Prius. So I got to use my legs sometimes to start running in place like Fred Flintstone style, trying to get the car getting to go. But we're going to head over to West Fargo, North Dakota, there's an event going on uh, called Dueling Chefs at the Holy Cross Catholic Church in West Fargo. And uh, we're going to get Jeff on the line here. Jeff's going to tell us about this uh, event, hopefully. Uh, Definitely sounds like anytime there's more than one chef and I'm getting to eat is a good event for me. I might have to check this one out myself. We got Jeff on the line? You do. All right, Jeff, tell us about your Dealing Chefs event. Yeah, well, uh, Father James Meyer, uh, pastor here at Holy Cross, and I are going to be competing. Um, we're going to each be making four courses. So we're doing a full eight-course tasting menu, all paired with wine for only $40 a person. And it's going to be here at Holy Cross on Friday, February 8th at 6 p.m. All right, Friday, February 8th, 6 p.m. And who, how, how do they... Um uh, register or yep, they can contact me. We've only got twenty tickets left, oh. um, and this is all—all all the money is going for uh, our youth going on a trip to mission trip to Chicago this summer. But if they do want one of the twenty tickets left, uh, they can contact me, and that's at seven nine nine eight two nine nine and seven zero one seven nine nine eight two nine nine, or they can call Holy Cross. Catholic Church in West Fargo and ask for me. All right. You work right there at the parish? 
I do. Oh, yeah. perfect. Outstanding. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff. That's Dealing Chefs. Uh, again, sounds like a great event. I, I want to eat. What, what are, are you making anything with meat, Jeff? Uh, yes. We like, are. Like, <laughs> so it'll be two appetizers, a soup, a salad, two different entrees, and two different desserts. Oh, man. So That sounds outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> it should be fun. And and is, is is it really a competition? Do I get a vote for who's better? You oh, and if this is going to be cutthroat, we're already arguing. We've already been arguing this morning about uh, so who's it's, better. So yeah, it's literally going to be, be a cutthroat it'll kitchen. Be a, it'll, it'll be a fun competition between <laughs> us, but it'll, it's all in good fun. All but, right, uh, yeah, perfect. All right, thank you very much, Jeff, for joining us this morning. You bet. Thank you. All right, so. That wraps up today's 10-minute tour of our local listening area that we feature on every Real Presence Live. If you'd like to have your event featured in this very, very segment, you can call Brandon at 877-795-0122. We'd be more than happy to feature your event that's happening at your parish or your local community. And we want to thank everyone for joining us. Um, Again, we're going to have Dr. David Anders coming up later, but first... When new developments seem to encroach on your neighborhood, it's common to want to stand your ground. But sometimes we do lose sight of the good that can come from new development. And we'll hear one perspective that you just might find enlightening. And that's all here on our Real Presence Radio Network app and here on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and good friends. At Riverview, you can enjoy all these wonderful things. But it is the friendship and sense of community here that makes Riverview home. We share stories, laughter, smiles, and our Catholic faith. Try us out with a mini vacation or join us for Mass five days a week. You can contact Kelly for a tour at 701-237-4700 and online at homeishere.org. Hi everyone, Steve Sponskowski here, Executive Director for the RPR Network, inviting you on the Real Presence Radio Northern California Mission Pilgrimage, April 4th through 9th, 2019. We will visit some of the missions of St. Unipero Serra, the wine country of the Sonoma Valley, and sites of San Francisco. We'll be staying at a beautiful retreat center with easy day trips to the sites. Cost based on double occupancy is $1,936, or if you want to get your own flight, it's $1,358. For more information, please call 877-795-0122. Well, it's extremely important. Uh, Our first adventure into television and radio was through EWTN and watching Mother Angelica, saying the rosary with her, watching numerous programs. And when our bishop, Robert Gruse, asked if we would be uh, involved in bringing a radio station to western South Dakota, we jumped at the opportunity. And we were uh, involved in the original fundraising for purchasing of a transmitter facility and the licensing, etc., 
and we're just ecstatic about the fact that we now can reach so many more people. Our state is small population, great distances between mm -hmm. right. locations, and radio is an absolute necessity for reaching out to those. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. You're listening across the RPR network. We're joined in this segment by two individuals that I love tremendously and enjoy spending some time with. They're from my second favorite place in Fargo, North Dakota. That is St. Paul's Newman Center. I'm joined by Father James Cheney and Brian Wilburn. Man, Go Bison. Go Bison. Yeah, welcome to Real Presence Live. How you doing? Go Bison. Go Bison. We are doing, How you doing buddy? fantastic. Good to be with you. <laughs> Happy to be here, Nathan. Outstanding, outstanding. Now, tell us about the uh, facility expansion plan that you guys got going on. Father, would you start us off, please? Yeah, well, we started looking at the uh, needs of the university uh, for, oh, this has been going on for 14 years, and uh, we came up with a site plan that's going to involve a $22 million Newman Center church uh, facilities for the students and faith-based housing. We partnered uh, with Roars to also um, put uh, market-rate housing uh um, on the market there on the block. So overall, the site plan is going to be about a $40 million investment in our community. Yes. We went public in October of 2016 with the campaign, and you can, of course, find out details at bisoncatholic.org. Bisoncatholic.org. That's right. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, again, just to be clear for the listeners, this is not just we're building a church for the students. There's literally market-rate housing for on-campus students as well, which will yes. help the student population. Yes, yeah. We have, there's, two, there's two components there. There is a faith-based housing, which would be about 100 beds. So that's going to be housing that is based on you know, faith-based Christian principles. And your child can come to NDSU and can select, you know, God willing, Newman as their housing. And then there, the second part is going to be put up by the developer, Roars, and it would be market-rate housing. So those are two separate um, housing projects going on on the same block. People sometimes miss that. Right, right. And uh, the advancement effort also involves academic partnerships with the university campus as well. Is that correct? Yeah, faith-based uh, programming uh, helps to build a broad-based value in uh, North Dakota State University. It's going to it's gonna increase the quality and caliber of university life. It's going to help with a lot of the social maladies the uh, university administrators are concerned with, you know, binge drinking, uh, depression, anxiety. All of those it, uh, concerns on a part of our community are, are uh, you know, ameliorate. Well, faith-based programming really does help them. That's been, you know, demonstrated in scientific studies. So it's a real bonus. And we're also looking to expand the academic curriculum of the uh, university itself. We offered our first class through NDSU uh, this uh, this semester, so uh, we're, we're hoping to expand that. Um, much like Cardinal Minch had all the classes through NDSU, we hope to offer an expanded curriculum through uh, uh, NDSU through the Newman Center. So when somebody comes to NDSU, they can you know maybe get a minor in Catholic studies and learn a little bit more about the faith as part of their college journey. Serious stuff to learn your faith, Nathan. You know, like when you listen to Catholic radio, you get smarter. And when you go to NDSU, you can now 
study Catholicism that's happening. Yeah, so like Father said, we have a class this semester. Monsignor Schleselman is teaching it, and there's about 22 students, students signed up for it. Outstanding. The person, life, and community. So it's kind of a revitalization of the appreciation for um, what it means to be human, the anthropology of the human, uh, anthropology of the human being. So it's a great class. And, and we just had a donor who wanted to make a donation call Father Cheney directly. We just asked for the yeah, radio that's what that segment. Phone call was. Right, just uh. bisoncatholic.org, dot org. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. Thank now, you. Now this effort was initially pr- approved by was citizens, the campus, the city. Can you explain some of that? Well, it went, uh, it went through a process. Uh, we, we've been working with the Roosevelt Neighborhood Association and uh, city planners for about five years. We've been having open meetings, um, and the city planners uh, have uh, put forth a recommendation uh, on the project, and then that went to the city planning commission. And then uh, the city planners recommended approval of the project. The city planning commission voted on a 5-4 vote to uh, approve the project, and then that consultative recommendation now goes before the city commissioners who are going to they're scheduled to vote on it uh, February 11th okay if you're just tuning in my name is Nathan Santa you're listening to Real Presence Live across the Real Presence radio network I'm being joined in this segment by Father James Cheney and Brian Wilburn who are from St. Paul's Newman Center here on the campus of NDSU in Fargo we're talking a little bit about the uh, Newman Center building project that's taking place on on the campus uh, so, man, some of the concerns being raised with this portion of the project on the same block is beyond the scope of Newman. Can you explain that a little bit? Well, uh, I think a lot of the things that are happening, most people in the area don't understand what's happening in the community with increased population and growth uh, translating into higher density needs, uh, especially along the perimeter of NDSU. Dr. Bashani was kind enough to come and speak at the last public commissioner meeting and not necessarily support of the project, but just where you know the density needs of NDSU are going. NDSU is going to be expanding, and, uh, we, we're, and the population of Fargo is going to be expanding and so that translates into increased uh, density needs and what's happening right now with those density needs is there's increased housing uh, that we need to to meet the uh, housing needs of the students Um, and our project tries to address that but uh, increased housing to meet the density needs of the community is not the enemy. I, I really feel very strongly that fragmented, sort of uncontrolled, de facto student housing is the challenge for the community, where a lot of uh, developers will go into, like, say, the Roosevelt neighborhood, they'll buy a house, um, they'll turn it into um, a rental, and then you've got these these density needs that are met with um, houses in the community that are, are basically uh, turned into rentals. So higher density housing Housing uh, right next to the perimeter of NDSU is going to help address some of those needs and also help address some of the safety needs uh, Dr. Brashani um, expressed concern about. Uh, he was concerned about, you know, what kind of housing the students are living in and then what kind of a crime factor we have around the perimeter of the campus. So the project is going to address both those needs and offers a, a great strategy strategic vision for our community for the next 50 to 100 years of service to the students of uh, North Dakota State. Outstanding. Now, can, can you help us to provide a visual to our listeners? Tell us about the buildings, the green space that's in that area now and ho- how it looks, the state of the buildings. Yeah, sort of I don't thing. know if you want a visual. It's kind of hard to do over radio. 
<laughs> if you want to go to buysitcatholic.org, uh, click on campaign, click on see images. There's an image of the site plan there. But we well, basically I mean, I mean, got the, the, a, the way what you're describing now, like the way some of the buildings are kept up, they're in disrepair. Oh yeah. What what oh, yeah. what is actually there at the space if, now? If, if anyone yeah. wants to take a drive around that block, just come on down and you'll see that it's very blighted, dilapidated houses, and that has been no mastermind plan to make that happen. That has just happened over time that these houses weren't kept up and they they're falling into disrepair and the block is definitely in need of updating. And like President Bashani said, we need safer housing on the periphery of campus. Yeah, so Right now, there's no real accountability for those houses that you have, trash, et cetera. It's not an uncommon thing to see. Am I correct in saying that? Well, I think the city inspectors, um, you know, there's there's a, a link there between, you know, being a property owner um, um, and and being inspected by the city. Um, I'm, I'm, I think there's an effort on the part of the commissioners to try to try to tighten that up a little bit. Uh, but it, it's very clear that if you drive around uh, the the block or around the perimeter of NDSU, that there's uh, the majority of these houses are rentals. Um, in fact, in our block, I think there was only one or two families that were on the block. The rest the rest of the houses were rentals, and the block adjacent to ours. Uh, west of uh, across from university they're all rentals uh, so um, that's that is the trend to try to deal with these density needs of a growing university and growing community mm -hmm. so we're, we're putting forth a, a, a plan that's a, a beautiful site plan and um, is addressing some of those needs of the community and you know, we just got about thirty seconds or so left. What can listeners do to help support the efforts there at the Newman Center? I'd say if you support the project, to contact the city uh, commissioners, uh, just Google Fargo City Commissioners and send them an email. Uh, give them a call. Uh, let them know that you uh, think this is a great idea for North Dakota State, um, for for the Newman Center, and for the community. All right. Sounds good, men. Thank you for having us. Thank and you, can you leave us with your blessing, please, Father? May the Lord be with you, protect you, guide you, give you strength, watch over you, and keep you in his care and bless you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. All right. This is our last break Amen. of the morning, but stay with us. When we return on the other side of the break, we're going to be joined by Dr. David Anders in just a few moments. You're listening to Real Presence Live across the Real Presence Radio Network. Engaging and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and good friends. At Riverview, you can enjoy all these wonderful things. But it is the friendship and sense of community here that makes Riverview home. We share stories, laughter, smiles, and our Catholic faith. Try us out with a mini vacation or join us for Mass five days a week. You can contact Kelly for a tour at 701-237-4700 and online at homeishere.org. The Wanzik Family Foundation has proudly supported the mission of Real Presence Radio since 2004. With their help, we've been able to continue spreading Jesus Christ's message of hope throughout North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. The Wanzik Family Foundation is dedicated to supporting Catholic initiatives and programs, like our weekly local show, Real Presence Live, heard on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, with the encores on Saturdays. Thank you to the Wanzik Family Foundation for being a part of this family of faith and hope. 
This year, your officials are making big decisions that will shape the future of life and dignity in Minnesota. Together, we can make sure Catholic voices count at the Capitol. This is Rachel Herbeck of the Minnesota Catholic Conference. On February 19th, join Minnesota Catholics at the Capitol in St. Paul. Register today for this amazing day of prayer, inspiration, education, and advocacy to hear from speakers including Jim Caviezel from The Passion of the Christ. Get tickets and busing details at catholicsatthecapitol.org. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. It's going to be amazing. France, an enchanting country known for its elegance and richness and an incredible Catholic history spanning centuries, set out to explore this history on the saints and sanctuaries of Catholic France pilgrimage, October 10th through the 20th, 2019, with spiritual director Father Chuck Huck. You'll have a chance to pray at St. Catherine of Labouret Church in Paris, explore the Basilica of St. Therese of Lisieux, spend two days in Lourdes, plus so much more. To reserve your seat, visit worldstrides.com slash register, trip number 166594. If you felt God's call to serve the church, Focus, the Fellowship of Catholic University students, and the University of Mary have partnered to train you to do great things. The church is desperate for well-trained development and fundraising professionals, so we've launched the Institute for Catholic Philanthropy. Earn a graduate certificate or a full MBA in Catholic philanthropy and train for a transformative career in service to the church. Apply by March 1st at umary.edu serve. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to Real Presence Live. You're listening across the RPR Network. We've had just an absolutely wonderful show today. And I got to see some old friends in studio, which I'm very grateful and thankful for. And an absolute uh, blessing for me today to have this person on in this segment. You know Dr. David Anders uh, as the host of Call to Communion, which you listen to every day right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. He is uh, author of an amazing book called The Catholic Church Saved My Marriage. He's also the director of the Office of Catholic Education and Lifelong Formation for the Diocese of Birmingham, Alabama. And for any new listeners who may not be already very familiar with Dr. Anders' work, while studying uh, the Protestant Reformers and the Doctrine of Faith alone for his Ph.D. in Reformation history, he began to read St. Augustine, to whom his professors pointed as the origin of Protestant theology, and continuing to study with the purpose of being a Calvinist apologist and converting uh, Catholics to Protestantism, He was persuaded by the truths and the arguments presented by the Catholic faith and entered the Holy Catholic Church in 2003 with his wife and five children. Dr. David Anders, I can honestly tell you it is my esteemed privilege to welcome you to Real Presence Live. Well, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, we're partially having you on because you're going to be speaking at uh, one of the uh, fundraising banquets in Duluth, Minnesota, for our listeners up there. So if you are in the Duluth area, I can't encourage you enough. I got to see Dr. David Anders uh, when he did the same exact thing for us here in Fargo. And Dr. Anders, afterwards, the very next day on your show, Called the Communion, you talked about your experiences at the banquet and a little bit about spending some time at my home parish, which was St. San Joachim Church here in Fargo. And you just had such wonderful things to say about our parish. I just wanted to personally thank you on the air uh, for the kind words you said about our parish. It was extremely beautiful and touching and just made me even more thankful to be a parishioner there. So thank you very much for that. 
Well, it was it was sincerely felt. I I have rarely seen a parish church uh, of more, uh, particularly of recent construction, that was more beautiful. I, I was blown away by the architecture. Really was blown away, and would love another opportunity to go to mass there. Hey, anytime. I I have a spare bedroom in my basement, Doctor Anders. I have nine kids, so I can't give you more space than that. But you're always welcome wow. anytime. Wow. Okay, <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, and your your life and and your witness, just like many people, just like mine, uh, we're, we were surprised to find Catholicism at the at the center of truth that we were seeking and searching for. So I'll just start off right at the beginning. What what faith, quote-unquote, is, is the best? Is there such a thing as a perfect faith? How would you answer that? Well, St. Thomas Aquinas tells us that a thing is perfect insofar as it attains its end. And, and the end of the Christian life is to be united to God in charity, and the Catholic faith gives us everything that we need uh, to understand that end and to arrive at that end. And we like nothing in the Catholic faith. And so in that sense, the Catholic faith is perfect. Now, the Catholic faith, the Catholic Church, consists in uh, a collection of saints and sinners and a lot of mediocre people in between, and they have all of the pathologies and the neuroticisms and the ignorances and the difficulties of people anywhere. And, And so, you know, when it comes to living our daily lives or administering the Church's property or apostolates, you can have wise people, foolish people, and uh, and you can see examples of brilliance and competence and uh, in idiocy and incompetence. <laughs> uh, and, and so, in that sense, in that sense, you know, the the church as a society contains a lot of imperfect people. Uh, you know, but the church, Catholicism as a faith delivered to us by Christ, is perfect insofar as it gives us everything that we need to be united to God and to our neighbor in charity. Uh, I've I've been privileged, Dr. Anders, to work in uh, ecumenical ministries through the military. I was a chaplain assistant uh, with the Air National Guard for many years. Um, and so I, I got a chance to look at other faith traditions in ways that most Catholics are not able to. Uh, you also, coming from a Protestant background, have a very good experience and breadth of experience of what other faiths are doing well. And sometimes I'll say something like, we need to do this as you know, as Catholics, like say the Southern Baptists do or whatever the case may be. And I get strange looks <laughs> at first because Catholics aren't used to hearing things like that. What, what are some ways in which other faiths are doing things extremely well? Okay, thanks. I appreciate the question. So uh, the tradition that I grew up in, the Presbyterian tradition, um, uh, venerates the Bible uh, in a way that Catholics do not, and that's not a good thing, okay, because they don't have a realistic view of the Bible, they don't have a correct view of the Bible, um, they don't understand what the Bible is or how it's to function in the Christian life. So I'm not extolling their view of the Bible. Um, but it is true they have a very high view of the Bible, and they have a lower view of sacred tradition, of reason, or the teaching authority of the Church. But because they have such an exalted view of the Bible, that tradition has produced a lot of really good biblical scholarship. And that's true for a lot of Protestant denominations. A lot of people from the Plymouth Brethren tradition that end up as New Testament scholars, men like F.F. Bruce is a celebrated New Testament scholar who came from the Plymouth Brethren tradition. N.T. Wright is an Anglican bishop, and a formal, I think he's no longer a bishop, I think now he's just a priest again, but um, he, uh, former bishop of Durham, 
and he uh, he's an outstanding biblical scholar from which I've learned a lot. So you you take a tradition that they don't have tradition, they don't have the teaching office of the church, they don't have a great philosophical heritage, they've got the Bible. So what do they do? They pour all their energy into that. And so I personally have benefited from a lot of Protestant biblical scholarship. In fact, it was uh, in part by reading these kinds of scholars that I was led to the truth of the Catholic faith. Um, so that's admirable. That's admirable. Um, and then I think um, sometimes uh, in Protestant denominationalism in North America, they make use of the, administratively, they make use of the power of um, entrepreneurial lay leadership. In other words, what I mean is uh, the seminar I went to had didn't have a, a very stringent um, admission standards. You didn't have to go through all the battery of psychological testing that you would have to go through to be admitted to a Catholic seminary. So they, they were packed full of students, and then they would graduate those people in large numbers. Many of them would wash out of ministry. They, they wouldn't last. They might do a few years, and then they found they needed to do something else to make a living. But but there was this constant supply of lay people who were being thrust out into the world with theological education and trying to make a go of it. Well, some of those people hit on on things that worked, and they would build viable organizations, and, you know, whether social ministries or churches or evangelistic outreach, and, uh, and uh, you know, many of them failed, but some of them succeeded, and some of those grow into, into you know, vibrant associations, vibrant corporations that, that can do a lot of good in the world. I don't think that the Catholic Church makes adequate use of the power of entrepreneurial lay leadership. Amen. And I don't think we, we don't put our time or our money or our administrative resources beyond those kind of creative ministries. And we could. We could. There's no reason why we couldn't. And uh, I think we spend too much time trying to prop up and fund crumbling infrastructure <laughs> that's, that's, you know, present in the diocese because it's a legacy. You know, somebody built a parish downtown 100 years ago, or someone built a school in, you know, downtown 100 years ago. It no longer serves the population that it used to serve or that it was designed to serve, and it may not even be efficient, but we keep pouring money into it. We might find more efficient ways of using our resources, more creative ways of leveraging the power of, uh, of lay initiative. Um, and, uh, and we have done so in the past. Yeah, the Church has. And, and the Second Vatican Council has called us to do that, called us to make greater use of of uh, the lay spiritual capital, if you will, I think we could do a better job with that. That's something that I can see. I don't, I'm not. I'm not saying I would emulate the Protestant denominational churches and everything, but uh, but it's an interesting contrast, and I think we could draw some lessons just in things like you know corporate management techniques and efficient uh, bureaucracies and so forth. And we could do a better job there. Amen. Well, if you're tuning in, my name is Nathan Satha. You're listening to Real Presence Live across the Real Presence Radio Network. I'm joined by Dr. David Anders, and we're talking a little bit about um, just some contrast between Catholicism and other faith traditions, and we're talking about just now a little bit of that entrepreneurial spirit, and I do think you're right, Dr. Anders. I, I'm a member of, a, lack of a better word, a committee that uh, the diocese here in Fargo has together um, trying to promote men's ministry. And we have talked about that very thing on multiple occasions, how overcoming the stasis of not allowing people to have an entrepreneurial spirit and action, take, to take entrepreneurial action to improve ministries across you know, the diocese. We always ask a thousand questions about, well, is this policy going to apply with this policy? Is, are we going to step on these people's toes? Is this something that 
is already done by somebody else. Um, and it just it just drags us into a stasis. So I, I just wanted to echo exactly what you said. I think is extremely uh, well said. Um, we got just about a, a minute left. I know you don't have details necessarily on the actual event itself. I'll share that with our listeners in just a moment. But is there anything that you'd like to add about your experience or or about coming up to the bitter cold? Uh, Duluth, Minnesota yeah, absolutely. Area. So all that we've talked about so far are things that Catholics could do better. I'd like to talk about what Catholics do right. Um, as you know, the premise of my radio show, the, the tagline is, what's stopping you from becoming a Catholic? And I suppose some people may be stopped by those administrative inefficiencies, but many more people are drawn to the truth, the brilliance, the luminescence of Catholic truth and the grace of the sacraments and of lives transformed through the gospel of Christ present in the Catholic Church. And that's what I, when I do these radio events, that's what I talk about. I don't talk about what we're doing wrong. I talk about what we're doing right. And if lives change, marriages saved, suicides prevented, addictions overcome, uh, uh, sanity regained, and lives put back together through the gospel of Jesus present to us in the Catholic Church and the sacraments. And, you know, you mentioned my book. I, I know this is true in my own life. The Catholic Church, the sacraments, and the truth of the faith saved my marriage, saved my sanity. Um, and uh, and I love to tell that story and share the good news of Jesus in the Catholic Church with everyone that I meet. Amen, amen. Thank you, Dr. Anders. It was an absolute honor and privilege to have you, and we're looking forward to having you on Thursday, March 14th for the Real Presence Radio Banquet up in Duluth. God bless you, brother. Thank you so much. Can't wait to be there. All right. God bless. Bye-bye. Uh, so just some details there for the banquet, again, in Duluth, Minnesota, Thursday, March 14th. We certainly invite you to join us if you can make the event, if you'd like to sponsor or host the table of eight, or you can also just join us as a guest. Seating begins at 5.30. We'll begin with prayer sharply at 6.30. Uh, for venue details or to become a table host, event sponsor, or register to attend, please call 877 877- Seven nine five zero one two two, or you can email Jessica at yourcatholicradiostation.com. That's eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two, or email Jessica at yourcatholicradiostation.com. Outstanding. Well, that brings us again. It's the fastest two hours that I experienced in my life. Gregory, tell us what's happening on the next Real Presence Life. So, coming up next Tuesday, our hosts will be Father Charles Lacroix and Roxanne Solonen. Catholic schools across the listening area are celebrating Catholic Schools Week next week. Uh, and our first segment will look at how the Catholic school environment is rich with life-affirming opportunities. And they're def- the defending champions hoping for a repeat in this year's Know Your Faith competition. Do the students from Sacred Heart School in East Grand Forks have what it takes to survive the Bible boot camp? We'll find out. And we've sung at Mass as far back as we can probably remember, but and some tunes are old familiar ones and others are maybe new to the lineup. We'll take a journey through time with Dr. Osterman to get more acquainted with our liturgical music. All this and much more coming up on Tuesday from 9 to 11. Okay, and just to let you know also, we've got the Men in Black basketball game in the Diocese of Rapid City is this Monday night. And the Know Your Faith competition, I think I said when, earlier that it was Wednesday. It's not. It's Tuesday. So the Know Your Faith broadcast on Real Presence Radio, 11 a.m. Central. Oh, no, I am being told it is Wednesday. Okay, sorry, it is Wednesday. Uh, so, again, we just thank you all for, for listening to us today. It was certainly an honor and privilege of mine to be with you this day. We just thank you so much, and may God bless you and keep you and grant you his precious gift of peace. Amen.
This has been Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Real Presence Live brings you local hosts and guests every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Hear the encore of the Tuesday show on Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. Central, the encore of the Wednesday show from 8 to 10, and the encore of the Thursday show from 10 to noon. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through our Facebook page, Real Presence Live, local, engaging, live on the Real Presence radio network.